This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much. And welcome. You know, I'm responsible for the content here. That's kind of frightening. That means whatever you do, I'm responsible for it. I hope you'll call me. I'm responsible for calls, getting some calls. I'd love to have your call. We are live this uh, beautiful, warm Saturday afternoon. I uh, looked at the football schedule, and a lot of the teams are playing tonight or not playing or one thing after another. So Mike Bass may get some calls this afternoon. I hope so. That would be nice. Love to hear from you. We talk about urban horticulture. If you have a lawn question... About 60 to 70% of the questions that I have been getting in the last three or four weeks have to do with turf grass. I don't want to cost myself any calls, but diagnosing St. Augustine questions on the air is very, very difficult because it's, it's so difficult to choose between, well, is the grass tan or kind of brownish uh, gray? Yeah. And uh, is it dead only in the sun? Well, no, there's a little bit of shade. And things like that, and it ends up being very, very difficult to identify chinch bugs from gray leaf spot from maybe it is take all root rot showing up against in the fall, but probably not at these temperatures. And oh, oh, first call up is that. What I was going to ask is if you could go to my website and look at the uh, diagnostics that I've put there. I did that because I was taking so much time out of uh, my radio broadcast just to answer St. Augustine Diagnostics. I thought it might be helpful. I spent a whole day doing that, trying to help people, and uh, I just thought it would be better if we could do it that way and uh, get people the... uh, get people the answers uh, where they could see photographs because it's hard to die, uh, describe the uh, uh, the various uh, ailments that uh, St. Augustine has. And so I, I spent a lot of time giving all the details of how I would identify the various problems. And I think you'll find that to be useful. And, and maybe we can go on and talk about landscapes and vegetable gardens and houseplants and other things. I'll, I'll do whatever you need, but... Uh, uh, but that will be a huge help to you, I think. I think you'll find that to be the case. The phone number is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. The aforementioned Mike Bass is in studio and doing his thing in that studio down the hall just a little ways. And uh, he will be uh, running the boards and doing all the, the brainiac kind of stuff. I will be answering garden questions. And I'll be very candid. I got up this morning, and it's only gotten worse as the day has progressed with migraine-associated vertigo. And uh, if I stand up and try to walk down the hall, they'd be giving me a breathalyzer test. And I haven't had a drink uh, since a glass of wine with my wife on our anniversary 28 years ago. And uh, that was an annual event of one glass of wine. And uh, it's just this hit six years ago. And uh, so under doctor's treatment for migraine, MAV, migraine-associated vertigo. So it's a, a rough day. I'd love to have the phone, three lines, phone lines filled up with your questions. I'm fine if I'm stable, if I'm, if I'm stationary. And that's where I am right now. And I'm actually not in the studio with Mike. I say down the hall. The hall is... Uh, uh, roughly uh, 35 miles long. <laughs> so give us a call, won't you please? 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. I got a ride to my office and I'm broadcasting from there today. And, and I love doing this. And I actually usually, uh, when this happens, I usually leave feeling better than I got than I felt when I got here. So let me tell you about our SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week. Uh, Leon is quite a uh, quite a different looking dog and a wonderful dog. Leon is an affable little fellow looking for a new home with the SPCA of Texas. He don't want a home with the SPCA. That's where he's looking now. Leon is three and a half years old. He's covered with attractive and unusual coat of dappled brown and black fur. He is a medium-sized dog at 43 pounds. He's a friendly little puppy dog with uh, with puppy dog eyes to match his wide smile. He's an expert at the art of wiggling. 
Toys and treats are an easy way to win his heart, and he puts both to good use with great fervor. Leon came to the SPCA of Texas back in January after, after being found wandering alone in Ellis County. At first, he wasn't too sure about this whole hanging out with humans thing, but over time, he has really come to shine. He may be a little timid when first meeting a new person, but give the little fellow some time, he will win your heart. Now, Leon is currently housed at the Russell E. Dealey Animal Care Rescue Center, so an advanced appointment is necessary to meet Leon. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Leon has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. The, uh says, this goes on to talk about the Jan Reese jones Animal Care Center, but he's not there. I, I'll tell you, the Jan Reese jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon to 6, and those animals are available for walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals like Leon uh, and, and those at the rescue center. So please browse the available animals at spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. And I'm sorry that I didn't catch the fact that he's not at the Jan Reese jones Animal Care Center when I proofread this when it came yesterday. I will uh, write back and ask him to give us contact information on how you can set up an appointment to go uh, visit with Leon and get to meet him since he's um, at a different shelter. Appointments are necessary. That may be on the website. So spca.org slash findapet, and his name is Leon. Please, let's get him adopted. He wants to wiggle for you. This year, North Texas Giving Day falls on the SPCA of Texas' 84th birthday. How lucky is that? What better way to celebrate than joining together with the entire North Texas community to help animals in need throughout our area? Your gifts will go farther when you donate September through September 22. That's the official day, but you can donate right now to the SPCA of Texas for this giving extravaganza. Make a difference in the lives of thousands of animals. Visit spca.org slash ntgd, North Texas Giving Day. Do it right now while you're thinking about it. Make a gift for the animals. Oh, so again, it's spca.org slash ntgd. North Texas Giving Day coming up on September 22nd. Let's support the uh, SPCA of Texas. And that's the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, Leon. And it's sponsored by the people who sponsor all, all the time. Both hours, every minute of both hours. Ace Hardware, your 40 North Texas Ace Hardware dealers, where you can get Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food 32010 for all grass types, enough to cover 5,000 square feet. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks and Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food as well. They have local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need, like do you have garden hose to water it in? Do you have a sprinkler to water it in? Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food for $24.99 and save an extra $2 off for Ace Rewards members. There's a limit of three bags. That's going to be enough to do a big yard. Fall is the best time to feed with Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food. That's not just part of the ad copy. That's something you've heard me say for 40 years. It builds strong, deep roots for a better lawn next spring. That fall feeding is critical. The lawn food is formulated to deliver the nutrients lawns need in the fall to repair damage from the heat, drought, and activity of the summer. Have we had heat here? Did we have a drought here? You think? Yeah, I think. That's at uh, your local Ace Hardware. It will improve your lawn's ability to absorb water and nutrients versus an unfed lawn. You can use it on any type of grass. This is the one month a year that you can fertilize any type of grass in north central Texas. And Ace stores are ready. They're parts of our neighborhoods. You'll talk to people you already know. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. I'm Mark from Ben Burke Ace Hardware. I own my Ace Hardware store because I want to help your family. And I'm proud of my team that's there to serve you. 
We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mark, very, very much. And we go back to our go to our phone lines now and get the program underway. We start with Sean in Dallas. Sean, this is Neil. Good afternoon. How can I help you? Good afternoon, Neil. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I had a question about my grass. Um, I, I've got St. Augustine grass, and it was doing fine throughout the summer. Once we got the uh, the really heavy rain um, in August, and I'm in uh, an area of Dallas where we got closer to 15 inches, uh, it stayed wet for about a week. And once it started, that that initial week was kind of drawing to an end. I sort of noticed it getting yellow and looked out. And I've long story short, I've got gray leaf spot, and okay. I've uh, I treated it with Disease X um, right away. And it seemed to help a little bit uh, and treated it again about two weeks after that. And um, it's just not going away. And I don't seem to, I'm not, it doesn't seem like able to get any purchase on kind of getting the upper hand on this. All right. And um, so have you fertilized your lawn in the last two or three weeks? I have not because I heard you say not yeah, to. Yeah, good. So. That's good. Yeah. I wasn't trying to trap you. I just was trying to figure it out. <laughs> Uh, although it's kind of sounded that way. Um, I did fertilize it before I started listening to you. I did fertilize it uh, like mid-July with a high nitrogen fertilizer, but okay. haven't done anything since then. Had you had some of the problem at that point of the gray leaf spot? Uh, I think I had take-all root rot this spring. I didn't realize it until I started looking more closely mm-hmm. uh, after this happened. Okay, that would have weakened it. I'm just trying to think back through. That would have weakened it in uh, in in April and May. Um, gray leaf spot shows up in the hot weather, and there is still gray leaf spot out there because we're within a few degrees of where we were this summer right now. Yeah. Uh, so gray leaf spot is still on the table. It's still a candidate. Uh, take all root rot is making another encore appearance. Uh, it will show up in the fall more than it used to. So it becomes a candidate in the fall again. Uh, so if you see yellowing like you did back in the spring, uh, it becomes a candidate, as does brown patch, or it's now called large patch. They decided they wanted a different name. No idea why. <laughs> and then in the middle of all of that, in the heat of the summer, what a lot of people missed was chinch bug damage. And it's very different looking because it really kills the grass. It doesn't give patches. It gives dead areas. And I, I just I want to point that out to make sure that you didn't have that. It doesn't sound like you did. All of no, all of what you're seeing now unfolded after the heavy rain. Yeah, that's right. And, and one more thing I should add. I don't know if this has anything or has any effect, but I sprayed image on it about three days before the rain, and then be, um, right after or right before I reapplied the disease X, I sprayed it again. Um, just for the, uh, to try to get the knot's edge. So I don't know if that weakens it at all. Uh, yeah, know. it does. I don't know that you'd blame it. And and the instruction is to water it in well, and I guess you did that, didn't you? <laughs> like it or <laughs> not. Did. Yeah. Um, it's had a lot done to it. I I would hope I'd, I'd stay with it. We don't have another product to use other than Disease X. It's, it's the, to, for folks who are listening, Azoxystrobin is the active ingredient in Disease X. It's a Scots product, and there is not another active ingredient. As far as I know, I haven't seen anything that is available at consumer level. Um, and so you just need to stay with that. And one of the things that will uh, add to the gray leaf spot uh, susceptibility is or vulnerability is is overly wet soil, uh, any soil, any uh, grass that is uh, over-maintained, um, and, and hence too much fertilizer, too much water, anything of that sort. And like it or not, the, the heavy rain caused too much water, and so it may have weakened the grass from that standpoint. St. Augustine is my grass of choice. I love it. But I'm I'm wearing out. I mean, this is enough of this. They need to get us some some a, a strain of St. Augustine. It's a lot more resistant to these problems. Um, I think your best bet is don't go ahead with the um, uh, disease X again this fall because brown patch is likely to show up when we get cool weather in October, 
and then don't do anything else. I wouldn't fertilize it anymore. I'd just leave it alone. You've already done the two image treatments, so don't do that again. Just leave it okay. alone and, and see what happens. Try to beat back the gray leaf spot as best you can. And I'd, I'd keep the lawn moist but not soaked. And uh, hope you don't get another deluge like that, but hope that we get at least enough rain to uh, uh, keep it uh, satisfied or, or irrigation to keep it satisfied. I don't have a better answer because gray leaf spot has become more and more of a problem. What we're finding is that, that some of these problems do develop a, a buildup of uh, resistance to some of the problem, the products that we have, kind of like the, um, kind of like the pre-emergent uh, resistance that mm-hmm. annual bluegrass has now. Gotcha. Okay. I'll see what I can find out, but I think that's where we are. I just I think that's all we can do is kind of limp on through the rest of this awful year. We've had two bad years in a row, and and see where we come out in the spring. Okay, I wish I, I wish I had the magic wand for you. Uh, that's all right. Is what it is. Uh, do you have time for a quick question about a crepe myrtle? If it's a quick uh, answer, yeah. I just hope it. Is. I, I'm way behind. I'm ten minutes behind. Go ahead. Let's try it. I got a, I planted a, a, a small one earlier this summer, and I've it's being kind of eaten alive. Like all the the, the leaves, there are really small, almost white bugs on the underside of the leaves. I noticed a couple of days ago, and not sure what to apply to it. Well, uh, your best bet is going to be imidacloprid, the systemic insecticide imidacloprid. I M I D A C L O P R I D. It's the most common uh, systemic insecticide and probably the most common insecticide, inorganic insecticide in, in, uh, in the world. It's in, in, in most of the, not most, in a lot of products that you'll find uh, in the hardware stores and in nurseries. You won't have any problem finding it. Um, okay. I don't know whether you have, uh, what I'm seeing is not so much crepe myrtle bark scale this year, as a huge amount of crepe myrtle aphids right now. They cause the leaves to be very shiny and very sticky. And uh, that's aphids. That's not bark scale this time, this year, of the ones I've seen. Anyway, that will take care of insects for you. All right. Sean, I appreciate your call. Good luck with it all. Take care. Charlie and Rendon, you'll be coming up next. Let me uh, get a... uh, couple of ads out of the way here. Barbara and Carrollton right after Charlie. That opens the line if you'd like to call 888-787-KLIF. Neil Sperry's uh, Lone Star Gardening. I have a few copies, a few meaning a few hundred copies remaining of the fifth printing of my book at $32.95. The short version of this is the supply chain issues back a few months ago. Uh, the, uh, pub- the printer called me and said, Neil, we have a problem getting the paper. And so I started hoarding the fifth printing because that was all I had, and I didn't want to run out and get any one of those deals where I kept putting you off saying, I can get you copies, but you're going to have to wait months and months and months. So I just held on to the copies, didn't put anything on special. And then all of a sudden they said, hey, King's Axe, we have the paper, we're printing. And now I need to get the fifth printing out of the way so I can get the sixth printing uh, underway. And uh, it's actually available and and, uh, ready but uh, the fifth printing I have marked down, way down, to $32.95. If you'd like to get one of the remaining copies, it'll be signed. I will get it in the mail personally. I will take it to the post office on Tuesday. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs. It is exactly the same as the sixth printing with a couple of short paragraphs that just acknowledge that the, the cold spell of February uh, 2021 happened, and there is no uh, meaningful difference in the two books other than those two paragraphs, and it just says that was a bad cold spell, and that's the reason that I changed. I, I haven't changed anything. My recommendation has always been that we use the 1990 plant hardiness zone map, and that just validated it. So there's no reason to wait for the sixth printing. This one, it will give you all the information you want, and I can get it to you within a couple of days. This book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. 840 photos, 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. Chapters 3 through 11 
cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I spent a year writing this book. I think you will find it to be ultimately useful in your Texas landscape and garden. If you don't think that's the case, I'll refund every penny you have spent. I've sold 75,000 copies, and folks, there has not been one request for refund. If you uh, ask for a refund, I won't be offended. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think you'll be satisfied. So here are the two ways you can order it since it's not in stores and not on Amazon. You can call my office or you can order it from my website. Somehow I have to get involved because I'm going to sign it for you and I'm going to take you to the post office. So here are the two ways. Call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. Just $32.95. Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. That's some great news from Baylor, Scott and White Health. They've made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. We can get virtual care whenever and wherever we need it, like right now or later tonight, even on weekends. That's right now when allergies start acting up while we're out in the garden. Maybe it's when we run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is we don't even have to stop what we're doing to get the care we need so we can stay focused on doing what we love. It's as simple as texting B-E-T-T-E-R. If uh, that uh, spelling was a little too fast for you, that's better. Better, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text B-E-T-T-E-R to 88408. Baylor Scott and White Health. My BSW Health. Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Weber Grill products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, JJ, very much. Longtime friend he is and his wife, Carrie, uh, of the... Uh, Ace Hardware Group. Let's go to Charlie and Rendon. Charlie, it's Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Thanks for taking the call. You bet. I've got a little grove, about five eastern red cedars I put up as a screen and been doing great three or four years ago, put them up, been doing famously. And literally a few days ago, I saw, the, I guess, the one that's northernmost, uh, starting to look a little dry. I thought it was from an old fracture kind of thing that was on the its main trunk, uh, but then it turned dry or brown very quickly. I went out and did your famous uh, white paper test and saw a few mites. Well, very few, actually, but I did see a little movement there of the mites, 
and a day after that, the one next to it started looking bad. Now I've got four out of the five looks either going down or already down or going down. Would mites travel that quickly if the eastern red cedar had them? Yes, but they also are there doing their thing uh, and were when you tested the first one. Uh, uh, trees uh, two, three, four, and five were also being attacked. In other words, uh, they're they're doing their thing before you can tell that they're doing their thing. The the damage isn't uh, visible on day one. So yeah, you need to treat immediately. I don't know if we can save yeah. the first one. Maybe you can save the others. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Just a regular. I don't know that we don't have much, but miticide. I don't guess kelpine or anything's available. I'll just find something that's labeled for it. Yeah, the the general purpose insecticides usually will say that they will will cover uh, mites, two spotted mites, or or mites or spider mites or something. They'll have something in there. Uh, for people who are not quite as familiar, mites have eight legs. They're not in the insect group, but. But uh, usually, you, if nothing else, you drown them. Mites are almost microscopic, and that's the reason that, that he was doing the thumping over white paper so you can see them better. Um, I have seen a lot of mite damage on uh, junipers and even on red uh, eastern red cedars, which normally don't have that much of a problem. We just didn't have any rain to wash them off. I would do that. I would do it with a, a hose-end sprayer since these are not terribly tall trees. I, they're not really tall, are they? No, so they're probably fifteen foot, something like that. I think that's probably something you could reach from the ground pretty easily with a with a uh, hose in sprayer and a lot of water pressure. You may not want to do it at uh, five o'clock on a Saturday afternoon when everybody's watering their yard, um, and and just blast it through. But I would do it within the next twelve or eighteen hours. Do I need to take the others, the ones that are looking bad, bad, almost dead, down right now? Is there any no? No, you can you can hope that they'll come back. Usually, uh, junipers and arborvitae, the other uh, conifers, usually when they turn brown, they do not have the oomph to come back. So, that's not a good sign. But um, no, there's there's no advantage to taking them out. If if you spray them, then that should stop the progress. Any other junipers I have, or they? I guess they're in jeopardy as well. I should. I think I think other junipers are much more in jeopardy than eastern red cedars. I've I've yeah. I rarely see red cedars uh, have a, a mite problem. This year I have, uh, but with um, trailing junipers, gosh, you'll see it almost every other year, and and the mites that get on on the trailing junipers will show up in February and March very early uh, for mites. Mites usually are hot weather pests. Um, and on, I'll tell you another one that will really get it is Blue Point and some of the other uh, uh, compact upright junipers, uh, and even even the columnar junipers will have have spider mite problems. Would this thing be a, a, a geographic thing to where I have some concern about replanting, going back in with eastern red cedar again, or? Uh, I really don't think so, because if that were the case, we wouldn't have 10 million red cedars in Cedar Hill, Texas, yeah, and elsewhere. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. I appreciate your help, Neil. Thank you very much. Thank you, Charlie. Good luck with it. Take care. All right. I'm going to take a break for a tiny garden tip. We'll come back to Barbara and Carrollton, Wayne and Dallas. Uh, wild Birds. Wild Birds Unlimited. I was in uh, the McKinney store the other day, a couple of days ago. I, I just love going in there because, first of all, I can just really let my mind drift off uh, all the everyday things. When I sit and watch the birds in our backyard, we have so many. I got another feeder. Actually, I had the feeder. I didn't have a way to, to hook it to my, my post that I have. I needed a mounting bracket, and so I got that and got the feeder up and another cylinder. Those cylinders, if you've not seen their cylinders that they have, they slip right onto the uh, onto the the uh, uh, feeders and let them show them to you. It's a it's the greatest thing in the world. It protects them from the weather. They're easy to uh, uh, put up in place, and the birds love them because you get a blend of all kinds of different from cran. This is blended together: mealworms and cranberries and. I don't know what all's in the blends. I don't have a label in front of me, but uh, uh, peanuts and sunflower seed and millet and about three other seeds and all compressed together in a weatherproof uh, a cylinder about four and a half, five inches in diameter and about 14 inches tall. And the birds peck away at that. They have a woodpecker blend. They have a songbird blend. They have a nesting blend. And we have five uh, places for cylinders now. And I put a, a different... I put four different cylinders up. 
And folks, I got to tell you, it is the greatest thing to watch the birds just go crazy over those. We also have two peanut feeders and suet feeders. We have a lot, and the birds are grateful this year because there's nothing out there in nature was so dry. Wild Birds Unlimited, beautiful stores, enthusiastic bird watchers, and a lot of happy customers. Count the smiles. Do a a smile count when you go into any of these three stores, and you'll see what I'm talking about. I'll do them in reverse order that I usually do. Birdie's store in McKinney is at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, and that's near Tom Thumb. Uh, that's uh, just not very far from the McKinney uh, ISD football stadium. In uh, East Dallas, Ron's new store is at 5708 Abrams Road, one block south of Northwest Highway. And, uh, boy, that's a great store. He's just, he moved in in February, but he's still finishing up some of the touches. And then David's store in the Park Cities, where he's been for so long, 5715 West Lover's Lane, next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center, just west of the Tollway. These are great stores, and these people have all been Wild Birds Unlimited store owners for a long time. Wild Birds Unlimited, wbu.com slash dfw, Wild Birds Unlimited. On the next Markley Van Camp and Robin show, we'll check in on the Martha's Vineyard rebuilding efforts after Hurricane DeSantis. Hashtag Vineyard Strong. <laughs> Markley Van Camp and Robbins, weekdays at noon on 570 KLIF. My newsletter is called Neil Sperry's E Gardens. As you might guess, I do most of the writing. Uh, we have uh, Stephen Chambly writing once a month and Diane Sitton writing once a month. Uh, there are five stories each week, and other than those, I write five stories each week. And I really enjoy it. One of the stories is always a featured plant of the week. One of them is always gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that need to be done that weekend. And then we have the really expanded question and answer section, where you supply the questions, and I supply, best I can, the answers. If I don't have an answer, I do the research it takes to get that answer for you. Neil Spray's eGardens, if you want to see what it looks like, go to my website. That's where you sign up for it. You have to subscribe. It's free and always will be. There never is a paid model available to you. It's free. It's going to be free. There's advertising in it, and that's how I make my living. I spend two days a week doing it, but uh, it is, and I hope you'll, I hope you'll uh, let the advertisers know that you appreciate eGardens, but you'll never get a spam from me, or an, and I never, never give or sell your email address to anybody. It is what it is, an informative newsletter with a lot of uh, great uh, uh, comments through history. Neil Sperry's eGardens. Take a look at it at neilsperry.com. Same place you go to buy my book. That's N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Click on the eGardens tab. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. Nature seldom puts things in straight lines. Rivers don't flow that way and trees don't grow that way. Shrubs shouldn't be put in a row that way. When it comes to landscaping, curves are the answer. Begin your planning with the most permanent parts of your gardens, the hard surfaces. Concrete doesn't have to be in long, boring lines. Use sweeping walks that follow graceful curves. Let the patio be rounded or oval. Even the driveway can be on a gentle bend. But maybe your challenge is, should I walk my patio and my driveway just because they were all poured in straight lines? The answer is no. As for beds that attend those places, also the beds that surround your house and those that adjoin your fences, you can do things with the beds that will soften those long straight lines. We'll talk about it. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. All right, sir, wise words there, that eGardens thing. I've heard about that. (laughs) Somewhere just recently I heard about that. Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair and invite you to uh, give them a call. This has been a brutal year for foundations, especially when, when we get all that dry weather and the foundations crack and pull apart and all that goes on. And then, and then... You get a a heavy deluge of a rain, and it swells quickly and pushes those cracks back together and grinds, and oh, 
goodness gracious, Advanced Foundation Repair can come to your rescue. I have advertised for these folks proudly so for 27 years. And you know what? They have uh, they have made a, a big difference in our house. They uh, took a house that had a separate room, the sunroom, that was poured separately and poured poorly. And they have made our house whole once again. That was many years ago, and they did it quickly. They did it very affordably. I said, I do not want any special deals. I want to be able to talk about this just as if I were any other customer because I am just another customer. And I know how careful they are, and I know how how punctual they are in their work. Um, They may be a little behind right now. You can imagine they would be because it's been a busy year for foundation repairs. The good companies are behind. If you call a company and they say, yeah, I'll be over at 3.30, maybe you don't want that company. You want the ones that are really good, affordable, innovative, honest, and punctual. That's advanced foundation repair. Let them come out. Their home inspection is absolutely free. If there is a problem, they'll show you what it is and where it is. They'll tell you what it would cost to fix it, and you'll say, I'll bet you, I want, I want you to do that. It's worth, to, it's worth having you do that to help us. Advanced Foundation Repair. Take my word for it, folks. These folks are very, very good. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. The website is foundationrepairs.com, plural. foundationrepairs.com, 214-333-0003. It's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Scientists say they may be closing in on inventing the fountain of youth that could allow people to extend their lives indefinitely. I'm Dave Williams with Amy Chadra. How long would you like to live? We'll tell you about the report Monday morning at 5.50 on KLIF. Let me tell you about Wortham Brothers Roofing right now. They, too, are the best in the business. Wortham Brothers Roofing, wbroofing.com. Texas premier roofing contractor, that's the way I identify them. And I put it in uppercase when I wrote my ed copy for them because I just feel they are the best. We had them put a roof on our home four years ago. And let me tell you, they were careful. They were punctual. I'm going to use those same adjectives. They were affordable, and they were uh, uh, very, very determined to do it well. Uh, They took care of the landscape. They took care of our house. They were just very uh, uh, concerned and very careful. And I've had other people tell me the very same thing. How many roofs would you guess Wortham Brothers has installed since 1986 when they started their company? How many? 100,000. I was amazed when they sent me that number not too long ago. They serve all of North Central Texas, so that helps, the fact that they have a big service area. But my goodness, one of the things that sets them apart is that they get a lot of repeat business. They get a lot of customers who keep coming back. They move or they build a new home or whatever. I guess that involves a move. And they say, I want you to do the roof. I'm so happy with my Wortham Brothers roof. I want you to do the roof. They do all kinds of roofs. Maybe it's a tile roof you want or a metal roof or a composition roof of a different sort. If you have hail or wind damage or are just afraid that you might have, let them go up on your roof and, and, and inspect. If you have it, then they will say you better call your insurance carrier and they'll come on down and, and wait for your next call. And uh, there's no charge for the home inspection. Really happy to have them as my advertiser. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. I'm Hillary from Jabo's Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help and those great products, come to us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right, Hillary, thank you very much. Let's go back to our phone lines. We have one line open at 888-7. Barbara, you okay? Uh, We have one line open at 888-787-KLIF, and we go to Barbara in Carrollton. I don't know if that was Barbara, but Barbara, you're on the air now. How can I help you? This is Barbara. Neil, I'd like to thank you for your many years of service. Thank you. I'm glad to do it. I love doing it. Okay, it shows. I have a question today. I have some yucca plants 
that a neighbor down the street was removing from their landscape. I think they're called the Spanish Dagger, Mm -hmm. I think is the name. They're very pointy, like they could pierce and bring blood. Oh, yeah. And uh, anyway, they were cutting them out, and I said, well, I wouldn't mind having some of those. And some of the roots have been cut off, the the main root, but there's still some other roots. So I, I put them in some buckets of water. And I'm wanting to know it, what is the best way to transplant them so that they will have a thriving life. Well, the best way is, uh, you know, going back in time, the best way would be to, to dig them with as much of that root system as possible. Um, they're probably going to have yucca sprouts coming up in their yard because I'll bet they didn't get all the roots out. You may want to you may want to keep an eye on it, and if you see sprouts coming up, those may be better transplants than what you have right now. Seriously, because it's hard okay. to transplant a yucca. They they are really tough to transplant. Their roots uh, go way down into the soil, which is why they're they're good xerophytes, good good uh, plants for arid areas. Um, what I would do, I, I can't see the plants that you have, but I would probably, just as a generic answer, tell you to save uh, ones that are, do not have a lot of top growth to them uh, in, uh, in a ratio with the roots that are, are left. In other words, if you don't have a whole lot of roots, then, then get plants that don't have a whole lot of top because they'll have the better chance okay. of, of uh, surviving. Usually when people dig them out, all they're interested in doing is get rid of that top growth because they are wicked plants to have around a doorway or a house. Uh, kids can get right. hurt so badly, and, and uh, the, the risk of injury, and those injuries are terrible. They're puncture wounds that go deep into the, into the skin. And so a lot of times when people take them out, they just want to get rid of them, and they don't think about the fact that I've got to dig deep to get rid of them. So okay. uh, that, that's what I would suggest is, is use the smaller plants and be sure to put them someplace where they'll be away from pets and away from children. Okay. Is there any root starter or anything like that that I can They don't do need to- that. That's, that's, yeah, that, that would make a 1% improvement in their growth. They're, they're fine without that. They don't need to be okay. babied. You, you ought to see where these things grow in nature. You say, oh, man, okay. I don't need to baby that thing. Look where it's growing. Okay, and then just water it good to get it started, and it's water it for the best. Water it once to get it started, and then water, water it if it doesn't water. doesn't rain again for nine months. Then you water it the second time. <laughs> <laughs> now they 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 handle abuse pretty well. Um, okay. If if anything, one of the reasons I don't rec- well, you've already heard one of the reasons I don't recommend. There, there's a we pass a school um, in the McKinney School District. Uh, one particular school frequently. This is an apartment complex right across the street from it, and the, okay. the school crossing. It's an elementary school, and the school crossing guard has to has to walk the kids across that street. It's a busy street, and that apartment complex decided they would put a century plant there. What are they? Uh, luckily, the 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 cold of February 2021 killed that century plant. I love century plants, but you don't put that right where elementary kids are going to be coming and shoving and having a you know they just got out of school having fun with each other. Right. And so come on, and uh, so we have to think about those things. I think the the thing that makes this most sensitive to me is when our kids who are now in their early 50s, when our kids were our boys were. Um, Six and four, they they got a new football. And I went out on Christmas morning, and I showed them how a punt was supposed to be done. And I kicked that ball so high, this in Farmer's Branch. And one kick, first kick, and it impaled itself on the neighbor's century plant. And that was it. That was the end of that football. <laughs> so... That was uh, that's why I've been preaching this message ever since. But you have to plant these things where they drain well because they can't handle the wetness that we have in our soils in in Carrollton. That's it. it was on right off Josie Lane, so where I right. lost lost my football right off Josie Lane. Uh, <laughs> since you're in Carrollton, so anyway, yeah, close by, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, make sure it drains well because they will not handle the the poorly drained soils of our black clay soil. I'm trying to give you all the. Oh all the uh, suggestions I can. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, if you if you really like the look of xerophytic plants, there is a soft leaf yucca that is safe with around kids, and the the best of all of them is is red yucca, which is not a true yucca. That's the one that you see with the red flower spikes in May. It's so pretty um, around town. It's it's very pretty, and and its leaves curl under, and they're not they're not as sharp. So that one's my favorite of all. And now, is that one pretty drought tolerant? Oh my yes, yucca? absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the one that you see. It, it it had some cold damage in February a year ago, but that's the one that you see in the uh, raised medians on Central Expressway south of the High Five. Okay. That's that's okay. pretty. That's a pretty droughty area. <laughs> so. Yeah, I need something that can that can handle drought because. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. I You're welcome. It. Thank you much, Barbara. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Let me uh, see. I need to get a break in, Wayne. You'll come up before the news. Stay with me. You're next. Be next call up. So uh, this is uh, this is for my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, and I have photos of of uh, red yucca in that. It's a That's a pretty plant. I like that plant. Only a few hundred copies remain of the book. I've set aside at thirty-two ninety-five. I've marked that price way down. Uh, I, uh, I I decided to self-publish my book so that I could choose Carolyn Skye as my editor and hire her. I'd talk to her ahead of time. Yes, I would be willing and happy to do that. She's a fabulous editor. I'd worked with her in my magazine for many, many years when we had a magazine. And Cindy Smith, the graphic designer, I'd worked with her for many years on uh, magazine and calendar things, both of these ladies. And it was a, it, that was fun to do the book. And we've worked together on projects since. They're just great and talented people. So the three of us put this book together, 344 pages, 840 of my best photos. It was printed by Clear Visions and is being printed by Clear Visions in San Antonio, bound by Universal Book Bindery in San Antonio. I didn't want uh, printed in China in this book. That just didn't seem appropriate. I wanted to go to the press checks. It covers all aspects of outdoor gardening, landscaping, lawns, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening for every county in Texas. If you want to give it as a gift, it will fit anybody in Texas. And uh, as I say, 840 of my best photographs. That's a lot of photos, but there's a lot of editorial in it as well. It took me a year to write this book, but a whole lifetime to get all the information together for you. It is a hardback book, so it will last and last. book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. The reason for that is I wanted to keep the price as low as I could, and I've even marked it down below that, $32.95. Now, that's if you call my office or order from my website. I will sign your book and take it personally to the post office on Tuesday, but you need to order it right away while I still have copies at $32.95. We're down into triple digits of books left at this point. They won't last too much longer. The uh, phone number to my office, Monday through Friday business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The uh, website, this is the better way to order it, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, not in stores and not on Amazon. The Humane Society of Dallas County, known as Dog and Kitty City, rescues, cares for, and finds homes for hundreds of cats and dogs in North Texas. They do it with the support of people like you with no funding from any government, local, or national organization. Help save more animals now by donating. That's at dogandkittycity.org. That's an N dogandkittycity.org and on North Texas Giving Day September 22nd. I'm proud to support Dog and Kitty City. I hope you will too. At Lance Landscape Lighting, our certified electricians and designers can upgrade your outdoor lights, even vintage fixtures, to energy-efficient LED technology with just the right balance of warm and cool lights. Lance will illuminate the distinctive features of your home from every angle, every night. Let Lens create a nightscape that no matter how you look at it, makes your home shine. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. LensLighting.com. All right, let me tell you about Sunburst Shutters right now. These are the people, the 
people to call on if you need new window treatments. The people. Because they have plantation-style shutters that give you a great look. This is a, a style that is really in right now, and it is beautiful. They're made of poly wood, P-O-L-Y. Poly wood is a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. There's no actual wood in it. That's the reason it won't do all those bad things. Uh, there's a lifetime warranty, and it is a green product, and uh, it is a very well-insulating product if that makes sense. Is that good grammar? And uh, it's just, uh, you know, when you work with uh, Carolyn Skye as your editor for a book, you just worry about grammar the rest of your life. <laughs> I digress. But this is a, uh, this is a wonderful uh, company, Sunburst Shutters. The people are just fabulous, and the product they sell is carefully fit to every window in your home. Every window gets its own specific shutter. Oh, it's impressive to see these. They operate so easily. And they're big louvers, two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louvers. That is what uh, we talk about with plantation style shutters, whichever size matches your home best. They'll help you choose. It's best to have them come to your home with samples, but you're welcome to go to their showroom if you wish. It's in an industrial park. And they'll give you directions if you wish. They also serve Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. 214-343-2601. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. I'm Rachel from Main Street Ace Hardware Ennis. Each Ace is independently owned by someone who cares about your community. Someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Rachel, very much. And we go back to our phone lines. As promised, we have Wayne. Wayne, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Neil. appreciate having a chance to talk to you. Sure. My question is, my problem is something is killing the uh, St. Augustine runners in an area I have in my yard. Uh, when I bought this house, the yard is St. Augustine, and it looked good except for 500 square feet. It was bare dirt. And my landscape designer told me of a um, lawn care company to call, and I called him, and the owner came out and checked it, and he said, this is take-all root rot, and they treated it in 18 and 19 and 20, and in 19, I resotted all 500 square feet. Okay. Um, let's pick this up on the other side. I have another okay. hour, and, okay. and let's pick it up at that point, and that way I won't have to rush. This is going to really be rushed. Um, do you know what the product was that they used in 19? No. I've been using three different fungicides myself. Well, get me that list and give it to me, but uh, there's only one that's uh, recommended. Just stay tuned and stay put, and we'll get it on the other side. Stay tuned. <laughs> 